Welcome to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Griego-Kyle of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. In this podcast, we discuss sustainable impact investing, creating portfolios that match your values, and a variety of other topics such as financial education, social justice, and sustainable food systems. Do you want to know if your investments seek the kind of accountability from corporations that you demand? Listen in as we explore the burning question, are you investing like you give a damn? Hello and welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Grego Kyle and Johan Clausen from Horizons Sustainable Financial Services. Kim, how are you? I'm great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, 2022. Thank God. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> this has got to be a better year, right? <laughs> I think yeah, we've been saying that for a couple much, years. I, yeah, I know. We keep saying that. And, and let's just plan on a better 2022. Have you had much snow? Uh, hardly any. Yeah. Uh, we not a white Christmas. Either. It was a brown Christmas. It was a, yeah, and uh, just the way it goes, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it, I like to visit my snow, but. We do need the moisture here in, in New Mexico. Mm, yeah, true. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a very, very good point. Um, I, I know that you have some new things in this new year. In fact, uh, uh, somebody's new in your life, right? We do. I, you know, we've been talking last year about expanding the business yes. and all of the new things. And we did have a newish hire towards the end of the year. I wanted to give him some time to settle in before I brought him on the podcast the and podcast <laughs> subjected him to to all of the random questions I'm going to ask him today but but we do have a, a new a new person on the team we have Aaron Garza who is happily I'm happy <laughs> anyway he's taking on a lot of my responsibilities so um, Aaron Garza is our our VP of operations and um, nice. compliance all yeah, right Aaron. so all the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, Aaron. Hi, thank you very much, Kim. <laughs> and it, he's an attorney by trade. Ah, all uh, right. Or at least in the Wayback Machine, he did that. Hmm. Well, I've got the easy job today. I get to uh, be just like an audience member. I get to participate by listening and hearing because you're going to ask him a bunch of questions, I suppose, uh, so we can get to know him, right? Yeah, I do want to do a, a nice get to know Aaron so that our podcast listeners and our clients can get to know Aaron a bit. And I do want to say I'm sorry about my froggy voice today, but our juniper trees are already blooming, if you can believe that. What? And I know it just hasn't gotten super, super cold and the yeah. juniper never really died back. Not that they do die back anyway, they're evergreens, but I have terrible juniper allergies. So that's why I have the froggy voice. Gotcha. All right. Well. <laughs> so anyway, I, let's, let's jump into this with Aaron and um, Johan might jump in too, because he's going to do some year-end wrap-up and 2022 discussion with us when we're done All right, sounds uh, good. interrogating Aaron here. <laughs> but <laughs> So Aaron, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, um, the exciting stuff. Tell us about the exciting stuff and, and why you wanted to join us here at the Horizons team. I do have experience in in the educational world, so that's that's actually something that I did uh, both before my law degree and after. So uh, in in higher education, I'd actually worked in a registrar's office doing a lot of the higher end processing kinds of things and operations analysis. And then um, I, at at some point, I also did uh, compliance with kind of regulatory stuff with discrimination and harassment. 
uh, and that was up in Utah. Uh, other exciting things, uh, I have I have four kids. I'm very excited about them. And um, tell us, how old are your kids? They are 21, 17, and my twin boys just turned 13 a couple of days ago. Twin boys is a theme. <laughs> my twin boys are are 19. Um, so thank goodness I'm not having any more children. <laughs> Oh, that wouldn't that be crazy? There'd Kim be and I are on the same here. page. No more kids. <laughs> no more kids for you either, Eric. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> Four kids. That's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, so I have them pretty much all teenagers at this. Well, I have one full adult at the age of 21, and then the rest are teenagers. So I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot, but it's great. I get to see them. Uh, Get to see them grow and try to help them deal with this kind of challenging world that that they're they've had to deal with the past couple of the couple of years. Uh, it has been interesting to see you know the the challenges that that they've faced uh, in the educational system and just in with new technology and kind of what that does to social media for for kids and you know things to help them with that and also to protect them from that in in some ways because sometimes it can go overboard. But yeah, it's it's just a, a constant adventure to have kids. That is true. Adventure for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy that you're taking on the compliance role. Uh, it, it's a it's a pretty big deal to do the compliance stuff and you certainly have the head for it. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I, I have that experience from before in a different type of, of kind of regulatory compliance, uh, and that's with helping. Pretty much to me, that means, you know, getting an organization, making sure that organization is doing stuff uh, that is in compliance with the various types of, of rules and regulations and laws that exist to make sure that things are done right. And for the most part, most people do things right, but it is nice to have somebody that that's their main focus is to make sure that, and, and I should also mention that that's one of the things that I like about the kind of the, the bifurcating role that I have that's really the same path that I'm doing compliance and operations because the idea is that our operations should be done as efficiently as possible and in compliance with uh, with the regulations that we have. So I get to do from that, that viewpoint of doing things as correctly and as efficiently as possible. So. Yeah. So I want to move on to some of the more interesting things about you. And here's another theme we have in the office. And I'm the odd person out on this one, but there's four people located in the Santa Fe office, although Aaron is going back and forth between Ogden and Santa Fe right now. Right. Three of the four people here have graduated from St. John's, thus calling themselves Johnnies. And you are, as well, a Johnny. And then there's Johan, of course, we know, and Brianna, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, St. John's College in Santa Fe. And uh, I'm, I was originally class of 92, and then I actually took two years off, and I joined the Army. And then I came back, and I graduated in 94. So. Yeah. So it's it's interesting at the, the philosophical conversations I think that happen around here with the the group of Johnnies seventy five percent Johnnies here in the office. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Aaron and I were in the same incoming class, um, and so we have known each other for thirty three years plus a little bit. So we've been working together for a long time. Oh yeah, I'm definitely the 
odd woman out on that, which is probably good that I work from home most of the time because, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like we sit around over lunch and talk about, you know, James Joyce or something, but it, it, there is, it, there's a level of um, intellectual conversation that can happen in a group like this. I'm pretty sure I could hold my own, but, you know, I don't know. There's a Oh, I'm sure you yeah, could. Anyway, yeah. So here's another question for you. When you're not working, what do you do for fun? To the dismay of my mother, perhaps, uh, I uh, am an avid motorcyclist. I have two motorcycles, and that's I almost I'm almost there. I need only one more at, at this point. What do you mean you only need one more? Well, you I, gotta it, have three. It's this idea that it's nice to have a sport motorcycle, a big touring motorcycle, and then one that can go on dirt roads. And I think oh. around New Mexico, that's a really nice option to have something that can go on the dirt roads and. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to put a lot of miles on my motorcycles, using them for uh, trips and for commuting as well. And uh, it, for me, it's a nice meditative uh, thing because when I'm on the motorcycle, I'm, that's all I'm doing. I'm focusing on only that, and um, you know, it ends up being a nice thing, nice way to clear my mind. And and I'm the type of motorcyclist that is very careful. I wear all the gear. I actually have uh, high vis yellow airbag vest that actually connects to the motorcycles oh. and, if, and and so it would actually you know if i'm ejected it would actually inflate with the co2 canister that's on it and but but yeah i i, I did a trip this past summer that all together over several weeks uh, i think i did about six thousand miles on the on that and then the previous year i think i did one that was about three thousand miles but but yeah so i i tend to to have that as as my fun well my parents had a touring bike and did a lot of vacations on that they loved it yeah but it's interesting you say it's a meditative thing because that's how i feel about running it's very meditative i don't think about anything else yeah it's good and that i mean i think that's something that we all can benefit from if there's something that you can do if it if it's i mean meditation itself or you know just some other thing that you can do that kind of you can use to clear your mind and reset and i think that's a that's a healthy healthy thing to do yeah someone who has read a lot of the great books at at st john's and done a a lot of reading i'm sure you've continued that over the years do you have a, a mantra or a motto or something you say to yourself that keeps you focused and on track. One of, I mean, a recent kind of motto that that I've had that's that's worked very nicely for me um, uh, has been, I mean, you can you can worry about stuff that is that could possibly go wrong, or you could actually get excited about things that might go right, and so I I like that as a nice balance um, for thinking about things. Uh, so that's been a man- mantra for ma- for me, and it actually makes me look towards the positive. And I mean that that is both in personal life and in, in business as well. Is instead of that potential of saying, "Oh well, you know, we can't do this, we can't, can't, can't," because of worry, um, then it's like, okay, that might be actually limiting you from exploring another option that might help things grow. I like it, and especially with what we do, I, I really like to focus on the positive. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's great. Do you have any specific questions you want to throw in there, Johan? Because I, I got a few more, but keep I don't... Uh, uh, keep going? Keep okay, going. I'll keep going. All right. So tell me what your proudest achievement is. I, I know you, it, you're talking about yourself a lot, but that's a, the point here. We want, we want people to get to know the real Aaron. 
I am a proud father, so I'm very proud of my kids and the type of people that they are already and the, the, the types of adults that they're growing to be and, and my, my oldest is already. Uh, so that's a, that's a big thing. Personally, professionally, uh, I've had some really good um, uh, ways that I've been able to help organizations that I've been at before. I mean, I, my, the tendency is that I'm, I'm pretty good at, at operations and analysis, for example. So I can look and see how things are running and um, come up with you know, a way to potentially do that better. So, I mean, at, at, one univer- at the university that I, that I worked at previously, I was working with kind of the guts of the database system. And, and th- I mean, right now, higher education, it's, it's, it's all databases connecting to each other and things like that and processes that run. And so I was actually, you know, instrumental uh, in modernizing a lot of, of, not modernizing, but like just making it more efficient and a little bit for modernizing. It's just, not a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it, it it was. I mean, it that was a very proud thing. It is. I'm, I'm glad, and this is something we really need. So I'm I'm so happy that this is a great success for you because, not that we're, you know, sloppy around here or anything, but we definitely need someone to look at all of those pieces for us. Yeah, and I look at it in, um, like it's division of labor. You know, go, yeah. going right back to Adam Smith, Wealth of Nations, division of labor to where. People can use their natural gifts and their experience and their training to do that that they're best at. And if we if you can divide that to where everybody's doing what they're best at, then things can move forward even better. Yeah. And so that's what I'm hoping is that by me focusing on that things, uh, on those types of things in the process, it's kind of the back the back processes of it. Then y'all can focus on, you know, helping the people that we work for. I mean, our our clients. Yeah, that's. That's right, because we do work for our clients, and I think that's a very important distinction. Two more short questions. We just came through the holidays, and do you have any particularly meaningful holiday traditions that you do with your family? I mean, I I got to take uh, three of my kids uh, down to El Paso um, to visit uh, my family down there, my, my parents and my sister and her husband. Uh, still live in El Paso, so that was a big thing. Is just that tradition of trying to get family together, um, you know, when you can. Especially after the year we've had, the couple of years we've had, that's important. Yeah, because my uh, my three youngest children hadn't seen um, their grandparents for two years, so mm. it's that kind of of gap. In in and and so of course my my boys are thirteen and they're like you know a foot taller than they used than they last were for my grandparents so yeah i mean that's that's probably the the main thing um is just trying to get together with family over the over the holidays okay oh but i should mention so a birthday related tradition which which fell around the same time because my boys did turn 13 around uh, the holidays is they finally got their first pair of western boots so i'm from el paso texas which is actually the you know one of the big places where cowboy boots are made. Ah. That's, that's where Tony Lama is. That's where Lucchese Boots is. There's a couple other um, um, big names there. And so all of my kids at some point go with me and we, we get them some boots. So that's what they did for their 13th birthday. Right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. So they're brand spanking new cowboy boots that they need to go rough up. Exactly. Great. Yeah. 
That's perfect. Here's my last question, and I hope you have something fun to share with us on this. Um, tell us something that nobody knows about you. <laughs> oh, I can see the wheels turning in your head. That was a this stumper. Is, yeah. This is a stumper, I know. And um, yeah, I, I, I always, I always want to hear this. Nothing that's going to well, get you disbarred. Please. Yeah. yeah, nothing that will get you disbarred for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty open. Uh, and so a lot of the stuff I've, uh, I've shared with, with somebody uh, uh, down the line. Okay, very few people know about you. I think something that surprises people is that I sing, uh, and and I sing, you know, decently well, and and dance. Um, that's something that I like to do, and and it's it's actually to the point where I can actually dance, and my kids are not embarrassed about me. Oh. So I think that's like a level of quality that that is something. So yeah, that so a, a lot of, there are some people that know that, but it is. You know, both of those things is a consistent thing that surprises people that, that they didn't know. Okay, that's great. If you can do that and not embarrass the teenagers, excellent. Exactly. Excellent. So we'll wrap it up there. And I just want to say we are so happy to have you on board here and can't wait till you're in Santa Fe full time. I am happy to be with you all as well. It's yeah. wonderful. Great. So now that we've wrapped everything up with with Aaron and uh, learned all of his deep dark secrets. Let's, uh, well, maybe not all of them, but uh, we'll we'll get all of them in later, uh, as he's been here for decades, because <laughs> that's how long we're going to be around. Uh, let's bring Johan on and um, let's wrap up 2021 and um, and and talk about 2022, knowing that everything Johan talks about today will change for 2022 <laughs> i'm really happy to put a bow on this year i yeah. tell you what yeah. yeah so we're wrapping up the year we're not quite done we're recording this at the end of december yeah so um for production in january so by the time anybody hears this it will all be, already be well into the new year um, but we've got a couple of trading days left at the end of the year here but it doesn't look like you know the last couple of trading days in the year are usually pretty pretty mild pretty quiet and these last few days have been pretty quiet it seems like uh, a lot of people have been a little confused again about just what how good a year this has been from a from a market and economy standpoint. The um, it, we hear a lot about how horrible everything is and how um, it, things are difficult all over, um, and we've got shortages of this and and uh, uh, supply chain issues for that. Um, but from an economic standpoint and from a market standpoint, twenty twenty one has been a really good year. Right. Um, we I don't mean to interrupt you, but we just had an appointment with some new potential clients, mm -hmm. and they were shocked to realize when you said that the S&P was up what you what did you say 29ish percent as of yesterday yeah the the S&P 500 um, you know which is is what we usually take as a proxy for the overall US stock market uh, is up 28.9% as of yesterday so and then today it was up a smooch more so uh, pretty close to 29% 
Um, we also look at the S&P 1500, which is a bigger index, naturally enough, 1500 being more than more 500. More than 500. <laughs> um, it covers more of the U.S. stock market, and it's up 29.4% uh, year to date here right at the end of the year. So that's almost 30% this, the U.S. stock market is up. The international markets, the MSCI All World Index, um, XUS, so taking the U.S. Uh, stocks out of everything, is up closer to 8%, which is a little more of a normal year. Mm -hmm. um, but that's still a very good year. Uh, bonds have been down a little bit this year, down about 1.3%, which is not surprising given all the, you know, given what has been happening um, with inflation and with uh, government borrowing and that kind of fun stuff. But that's not very much. Uh, so overall, we're looking at a, at a market that's up a great deal. Interestingly, the MSCI KLD 400, which is this, the best known of the uh, sustainability-oriented stock indexes, covering 400 of the largest, and I don't want to say best, but uh, the largest companies that, uh, that meet certain uh, sustainability criteria. Um, that MSE KLD 400 index is up 32%. So, so uh, another, another uh, reason to discount those folks who uh, continue to tell us that we can't make money by doing this sustainable investing thing. Here we are with an, yet another year where our sustainability indexes have, are outperforming the regular regular market indexes. Now, one caveat to that is that over the course of 2021, the price of oil jumped by about 50%, and consequently the global S&P Global Energy uh, Index was up 43%-ish, uh, while the Global Clean Energy Index was down almost 24%. Uh, on the other hand, you know, so there's a 75% difference there. <laughs> that's I think that's also interesting because it shows that our um, our sustainability-oriented stock indexes are not dependent on the growth of those clean energy um, and that uh, uh, those clean energy stocks, and the sustainable index does even better than the ordinary index, even in years when the uh, carbon energy outperforms clean energy. Yeah, I think it's a really good point to make because we're looking at a broad sustainability index mm -hmm. and people can know that companies are really doing good out right. there and they're really performing well. And they don't have to just say, well, put me in some alternative energy so I can make some money right. because everything <laughs> is doing well. Right, right. And all of that is despite all of the uncertainty that we've had between uh, COVID uh, again, still continuing uh, weird politics, both in the United States and globally. Uh, oil prices increasing by fifty percent. Even with all of that, um, the stock market and the broader uh, U.S. economy have been doing remarkably well. We're still—it's fragile. Um, it could all come apart on us next week. I hope not. <laughs> I hope <laughs> not too. What are we looking for when we're looking into next year? We know that COVID is still a thing. The midterm elections are coming up this coming year. It's always election time. I know, right? I, I saw some interesting research, though, uh, earlier this week about um, how the market tends to act 
the U.S. stock markets uh, during uh, election years, midterm election years in particular. And the, the short form is that they, they're very volatile, but pretty much flat through about October. And then in October, as it becomes clearer what the outcome is likely to be of those midterm elections, then the stock market can take off. And usually most of the average midterm election year is a very positive year, but only in that last third of the, of the year, right? In the last third or last fourth of the year. As things, um, as the political stuff plays out, as we know a little bit more about what's coming. Um, we still don't know, you know, is Russia going to invade the Ukraine? Or is Russia going to invade Ukraine? Is China going to invade Taiwan? Both of those are huge flashpoints that we really don't know quite what's up. So this is what may affect 2022. Yeah, these could have huge impact on us. Are we going to get another couple of uh, variants of COVID? Probably. Probably. Uh, what comes after? What do we have now? Omicron. So we have uh, Pi and Rho and um, Sigma coming up next, right? So those are the next handful. Will any of them be worse? Will they be easier? Will, will this turn into an endemic instead of a pandemic? We don't know. Um, what's going to happen in that uh, to the price of oil uh, is um, the price of oil going to make uh, 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 is the price of oil going, oil going to make clean energy uh, that much easier uh, to use? Are we going to see that snap back again? Uh, the last couple of years, um, we have seen cl- clean energy has been a tremendous outperformer and then a tremendous underperformer compared to carbon energy. So we just had a a year where carbon outperformed clean energy, so maybe we'll get a snap back there and and we'll see the clean energy stuff outperform. Uh, We don't know. Um, There's too many different variables out there right now for us to be able to make any kind of of good predictions. We don't like to make predictions anyway. Well, no. But right. if you want some, there are plenty out there. Yes. Uh, you know, there, are, there are any number of pundits who are happy to give you eight different opinions each <laughs> right. about what's coming in the coming year. But we, so we don't know. Uh, our, our best suggestion, our best recommendation uh, for our clients is to stay diversified, to know what they own, and to own it for reasons, not just because everybody else is owning it. And and also to look at their personal financial situation and to have a conversation with us if that situation has changed so that we can make adjustments to their portfolio that fits their situation. Because that's the best way to handle their account is to make sure it fits their situation and knowing that we never know what the market's going to do. Uh And yeah, we've had so many great years and you know i don't even know how many positive years we've had in a row now but i I, i've literally lost track uh 2018 was a down year but But, 19 20 and 21 here three three years up in a row that's pretty good pretty phenomenal up years in a row right absolutely yes and but you know really what we're telling our clients is you need to talk with us about your situation personally not what your neighbor's situation is or your sister's situation, but your situation. So we can adjust your portfolio for right. you. Exactly. And that's the only way to handle the market. Right. Exactly. Now, uh, as an inveterate nerd, and um, I'm <laughs> glad to have another nerd on board, I'm really excited about 2022 because of uh, some new 
scientific stuff that's happening. So we just they just launched the James Webb Telescope, a space telescope, which is going to sit out a mi- uh, 1.5 million kilometers from Earth, and it's going to be able to see back pretty darn close to the Big Bang. Wow. There's a, a new telescope, a new observatory in Chile, the Vera Rubin Observatory, that's going to take every few days. It's going to it's going to take a comprehensive pictures of the entire night sky. Oh, do I see a vacation coming for you? It's to possible. Chile? It's Ooh. possible. That might be fun. It's yeah. like at twelve thousand feet elevation or something. So I might have to do a little bit of workouts to you know get my um, get my lung capacity up. But they're they're going to be over the next decade using that observatory to take pictures of the entire night sky every few days, so that they can get uh, really good, really tight images of everything, um, which I think is really cool. Um, the third one is there's a there's a bunch of new detectors that they've installed at the Large Hadron Collider. Um, I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, that's the that's the CERN uh, super collider in Switzerland, right? Yeah, where they smash uh, protons together and see what kinds of interesting new particles come out the other side. Okay. So they're going to be doing a bunch of really interesting research into the Higgs boson. Does uh, this relate to the market, um, or is this just your exciting nerd self? This is just my excited okay. nerd self. Got so. it. Right. <laughs> so, no, I mean, these, these things are, these are utterly unrelated to the market, okay. but they are what I'm excited about for 2022. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were doing this. So now I'm thinking, what am I excited about for 2022? Were you done? No, that, yeah. That, that, okay. So what am I excited about for 2022? I'm excited about a couple of things. I am working on an ebook for our website that people can will be able to to download about sustainable investing a short ebook and i'm also working on a longer book on sustainable investing uh, two different slightly subjects uh, but um the longer book we hope will be out before the end of the year but we'll see i've never written a book before i have no idea how long it'll take me very cool yeah and chicken eggs i have great chicken eggs i don't know i'm excited about that Aaron, Aaron, what are you excited about for the coming year? Well, I get excited about you know my new position and and helping to make things make new things happen here and make things work as as good as possible here as well. Just kind of from I mean that that's 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 hopefully why I'll be good at this is because I actually do get actually very excited about new projects and doing that kind of thing. So so it's it, it kind of crosses from the professional into the personal for me. In the purely personal, I think, yeah, I, there, there might be. Uh, we were at a disadvantage, Aaron. We weren't prepared for the uh, what we were excited yeah, about. Yeah, I sprung that one on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about you know the, this year just might be very positive. You know, uh, who knows? There, there might be a new motorcycle. There might be all sorts of stuff happening that just might be fun. <laughs> Eric, how about you? What are you excited about for 2022, Eric? Yeah, I'm excited about so many things. I mean, first of all, this podcast, right? The (laughs) the growth of the podcast. Um, The fact that you're writing a couple books, Kim, this is exciting. Uh, I get to hear from Johan after his trip. Uh, Johan, some advice. Make sure you take your jacket because at 12,000 feet, it's chilly. Oh, yeah. It's chilly and chilly. chilly. Did you get the joke? It was a joke. I'm a total dad (laughs) joke guy. Anywho. uh, Yeah, so it's chilly. There's the joke of the day. Uh, And then I'm excited about Aaron because Aaron and I, 
I think we're going to get along just fine. I, I like it when I disagree with people. And so I have one thing I agree with him on and one thing I disagree. I agree on motorcycles, 100%. I cruise. Mm-hmm. I don't have three. Just, you know, I've got a cruiser that I just love to get out on the open road. And it is very meditative. Our theories on dancing are slightly different. His, his is, you know, he dances well. My theory on dancing is I dance to embarrass my children. Uh, so it's it's great that he doesn't do that. But I'm, I'm my hope is that um, I can see what shade of red I can get my children or my grandchildren to turn as I dance uh, embarrassingly poorly. Well, it's just another type of enjoyment that you're getting out of your dancing. So it's great. <laughs> Excellent. Agreed. See, we're agreeing on a lot. So no, I, yes. I think this next year is going to be fantastic. You guys have a lot going on in your office and obviously personally for all of you. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited just to be a small part of that. Yes. And we are so excited to continue to work with you and, and with our clients. We, we just really do enjoy working with our clients and talking about the geeky things, frankly. And we hope... The listeners enjoy hearing our wrap-up of 2021 and things that are coming in 2022 for us and and for the clients. And I want to remind the listeners if they would like to speak with us about what they can do with their portfolios, how we can work with them, to please give us a call here at the office at 505-982-9661, or they can email us at info at horizons.com sfs.com. We are here and we can't wait to talk to them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not throwing it down a gauntlet. I'm not even going to challenge you guys because this really isn't a challenge, but listener, she just gave you the email address. Also email things you want to hear about and learn about on this podcast, because I know Kim and Johan and now Aaron will be happy to address them uh, and to continue the educational service that they do through this podcast. And I'm, I will throw it on a gauntlet to you, audience, challenge them. Bring up some really interesting questions because I know that they like to tackle that kind of stuff. Is that okay with you guys? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so much for your time today. It, I, it's always my pleasure. I love being here and doing this podcast and talking about all the different things that I do. And thanks for being here, Aaron. Thank you very much, Kim. And thank you, Eric and Johan. Thanks, Thanks for being here, Johan. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to all of you. And of course, our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Grego Kyle and Johan Clausen. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Kim and Johan come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Horizons Sustainable Financial Services, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Deep Impact Investing, the sustainable, responsible impact investing podcast that shows you how to invest like you give a damn. If you have questions about this podcast or topics you'd like to hear addressed on an upcoming podcast, email us at kim at horizonssfs.com. Join the conversation on Twitter at horizonssustfin or give us a call at 505-982-9661. Don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. Thank you.
The companies we may speak about during our podcast are not recommendations for investment. Only you and your financial advisor can determine what the right investments are for you. Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, Inc. and its financial professionals do not render tax or legal advice. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. None of this content may be used or duplicated without the express written agreement of the podcast host.